millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. So um, we are recording this earlier than we normally do. Yes. So there might be breaking news and that's why we're not covering it. Right. <laughs> but this is a Christmas uh, themed episode. That's somewhat. right. Okay. Uh, I have some Christmas uh, blips to get through. I also have a few news stories that listeners sent us that I'm going to go through and a few shout out, email, uh, birthday, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. So I don't really know what order... We should do it in. Do you want to get our stories out of the way? Let's do it. Okay. So this is a story someone sent us. They know we love poop stories. Oh, great. So the headline here is an elite runner pooped down her leg seven miles into a marathon, but kept going until the end, maintaining her personal record pace the whole way. Well, the Tour de France guys like piss their pants, right? Okay. But I mean, shitting is different, right? That is different. (laughs) Would you keep up your pace? It's also... Look... (laughs) <laughs> like, let's go through it. The 25-year-old... Um, Where is this from? Uh, it's from Yahoo. I, whenever I see a Yahoo story with the exclamation point, it's like, what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shocking that Yahoo still exists as a news site. Right. Um, so this is from Yahoo Insider. Um, she, her name is Addie Zeriner, and she pooped herself early in the marathon. Uh, she did it at the six-minute... Um, at the six-mile marker... And a marathon is 21 miles. Oh, my God. So, so she is- pooped early on. Um, uh, after the marathon, it says... She- <laughs> this is like, you know how the news story gives you bullet points of the story? Yeah. This is a bullet point. The aftermath involved walking to the hotel, pantsless, shoeless, and wrapped in foil blankets. Oh, <laughs> This is really but bad. why was she shoeless? Okay. I guess she shit down her shoes. Now, she is 25 years old, and she is a personal trainer in Santa Barbara. She felt great and qualified. She's like a serious runner. Yeah. Now, she pooped in her shorts three times, the first at mile seven during this California marathon that happened on December 5th. Um, She said, I'm finally having the true marathon experience after she soiled herself. Is this a true marathon experience? Do people shit? I think I have heard this before, that you can shit during a marathon. I mean, I guess you're just pushing all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're burning through those carbo loading, right? I feel like you really have to plan. But this you're is eating. her this is her proudest finish ever. I mean, I guess if you shit, I'm gonna click this posted a graphic. Oh yeah. Ew, oh my god. She posted it on her Instagram. Let me there's see. literally shit running down her legs. Please zoom in on that. Oh, oh I can see it. I I don't, <laughs> I don't need to zoom in. Um you know how I like when it's like she posted a graphic photo, warning, warning. I like click before I even think. <laughs> like yeah. that's how my brain works uh, when I see one of those warnings. Right. It, like it makes me do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can imagine she, I can imagine she said she felt like she had, um, her legs felt like they had gained 50 pounds each after the shit ran down them. Why? 
I don't know. I guess you start thinking about your legs more. Like maybe when you're marathon, you try to zone out. She's just, she said that while she was shitting, she said, okay, just let it come. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I think you have to. Yeah. At that point you're like, am I doing it or am I dropping out? Those are your only two choices. This woman probably trained really hard and really long for this marathon and she, nothing was going to stop her. Well, she said she's never had digestive issues on race days and she felt fine that day. Like nothing, uh, you know, there was no predictive tummy, <laughs> you know, grumbles or weirdness happening before yeah. she started. It just happened. And she's like, at, at once she shit, she said, I'm not going to drop out with shit all over me. I'm going to finish with shit all over me. Good for her. Yeah. I think it's pretty inspiring. Yeah. Uh, I will never run a marathon. <laughs> Not because of this, just I will never have <laughs> fun. But yeah, I mean, elite athletes, they do stuff like that and nothing stops them. Right. That's why I'm not elite. Um, <laughs> now, someone sent this story in to us. Uh, it's from a few weeks ago, but I thought I'd check it out. This is about the people who got snowed into an Ikea Oh, yeah, I saw this. It, this this hap- happened shortly after your story. Where did they get... Oh, the band, right, that got snowed in? The, I was going to say this happened right after the story about the band in England that got s- snowed in. They were a, a Oasis tribute band. Right. So this happened shortly after. This is an Ikea in Denmark. This story is from Jezebel. Uh, so yeah, it was too dangerous for the customers who were in this Ikea. So the store manager basically let them take shelter in Ikea and they got to spend all night in Ikea. That sounds really fun. Did they sleep in the beds? Do you like go to all the different rooms? You're like, Hey, this is my apartment. Right. (laughs) You pick your little apartment. They slept on the furniture exhibitions, um, of the showroom and they, you know, as we all know, they have tons of beds and sofa beds. Everyone got to try out different beds and pick which bed they wanted to sleep in. And everyone got a nice full um, night's sleep at Ikea. I mean, as far as places go, that's got to be a pretty good place to get snowed in. Yeah, because there's so many beds. I love I love um, Ikea. I yeah. love going there and walking through all the little apartment rooms. Yeah, we went like, there together. Yeah. I remember the first time I went to Ikea on Long Island... And I was like, this is the best store ever. (laughs) I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Okay. This is another story a listener sent us. Um, This is from the Daily Mail. So you know it's good. (laughs) The headline is really long. I've got a problem with my arsenal, Doc. Bomb squatter called to A&E where patient turned up with two inch wide World War II shell lodged in his rectum, which got there when he slipped and fell on it during a clear out. (laughs) No, it didn't. Rachel's not buying it. I, I don't buy that you slip and something goes up your anus. How does that happen? Because what are you walking around without your pants on and, and your then butthole wide a open? shell that's lying flat on the ground goes vertically up your asshole. I don't buy it. I'm I'm really fascinated by the things people go to the ER with shoved up their ass, and it's always like a wild thing. And it's like, can you just go buy a proper butt plug? Right. Or if you like shoving things up your ass. Don't lie to us. Just know say the truth. Just own it. It's you fine. You, we all know. We're going to make more fun of you if you lie. You, it takes some effort to get something up your asshole. You can't, doesn't, it's like, how gaping is it? That, that's worse. 
Because yeah. now you're implying to me that you your asshole is so gaping that things can just fall in you there. You just slip and fall and a, a Buzz Lightyear toy it goes up, up your ass. ass. <laughs> Come on. We all know that's hard to get up there. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard. <laughs> so, but because this was a shell... Uh, like a maybe possible live ammunition, the Bob Squad technicians were actually called to get this shell that was lodged in the man's rectum. You never want the Bomb Squad to come to your ass. It's so dramatic. Um, he is a military collector. He claimed his armor-piercing munition was from his private arsenal, and he told the medics that the 80-year-old explosive device became lodged after he tripped and fell awkwardly. Um, a source told The Sun, the guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of his stuff. He said he put it on the floor, then he slipped and fell on it, and it went up his ass. No. That's impossible. He was in a lot of pain. I think he collected ma- military memorabilia. Um, a second source told The Sun, it was a solid shot round. It was a chunky pointed lump of lead designed to rip through a tank's armor. I think he wanted it to rip through his armor. I think it did rip through his armor. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I can see like probably in the military memorabilia world, this is a very embarrassing thing to happen. You want to act like you respect this munition. I think he saw this and said that is butt plug shaped like, but I don't, I'm not, it's, it's not the same thing. It's like, I'm just testing. Well, and I, you wouldn't want to have any friction happen. I'm guessing. It seems like a very smooth item and it seems like it would be the kind of item that resembles a butt plug enough, maybe. Yeah. That you, this guy was like, okay, right. I'll just see what this feels it seems like. like. You know it's what? It's a nice, it's a starter butt plug. You can buy butt plugs online now, and they'll come to your house in a discreet package. There's no shame. In- and there's like a, uh, you can build up. You start with a small one and work the, your way up. There's a whole training system. Yeah. There's no shame in buying a butt plug. No. It's it's very popular now. People love ass stuff. Yeah. Okay. So our last story is my favorite story of the week. And that is Jorts the Cat. Oh, I love Jorts. This was a big internet story. It started off on Reddit's Am I the Asshole community, like the thread Am I the Asshole, where people post uh, situations and ask Redditors to decide who the asshole is and and sort of beefs. Right. But this one um, was definitely unique and stood out. So this came from a user called throwaway orange cat and was titled am i the asshole for perpetuating ethnic stereotypes about jorts now (laughs) (laughs) this this is a really long reddit thread but i'm just going to read the recap according to this post george is an orange male tabby cat who lives full-time in a workplace with his buddy gene who is a torty cat the poster uh, described how George constantly gets himself locked in rooms or gets cups stuck on his head, while Gene, who comes across as being the brains of the pair, helps him get out of these situations. Now, uh, <laughs> there's a colleague where this guy works called Pam, not her real name, who has been spending a lot of time trying to teach George things and attempted to assign George's learning-related tasks to her other co-workers. Now, Pam also allegedly smeared jorts with margarine in an attempt to teach him how to clean himself better, uh, which led to Jean licking jorts off and getting like diarrhea from licking all the margarine. Okay, just to recap, (laughs) the guy who's writing this post 
has a cat named Jorts and a cat named Jean. They're at the workplace. They're not his cats. They're like the work cats, which I think is incredible. Wait a minute. They have this is at an office. I just thought it was the guy's no, cat. No, no. This is office that has two cats that in, in his post, he's like, this has been great. We all love the cats. It's been great for morale. We okay. love coming in and seeing so them. So Pam, a fellow coworker, She's taken it upon herself to make all these rules about jorts. Who's the orange cat. Who is the orange cat and the sort of less intelligent, according to the post. Now, uh, Pam is the one who accused him. She sent out a work email to everybody accusing this man of perpetuating ethnic stereotypes by saying orange cats are dumb. Because orange is an ethnicity of cat, according to Pam. (laughs) Look, the thing is, torties are very smart. Like they're sort of cla- like sort of famously smart cats. So George George might just be an average cat, but compared to Gene, maybe he looks a little uh less Look, I like orange cats. I do I've too. never noticed that they were uh less intelligent. Um so he that's when he went to Reddit to say am I perpetuating these <laughs> ethnic stereotypes against George? Obviously everyone lost their shit. People started tweeting like the buttering jorts <laughs> don't butter jorts. Right, because, because that's the other insane thing. It's not just that this lady Pam said that this, this is such a Pam. <laughs> it's not just this lady Pam claiming that this guy's being um, prejudiced against orange cats, but the fact that Pam, like the small detail that's in this, that Pam buttered jorts. Yeah. yeah. With it's margarine. Crazy. For some reason. And then got Jean sick. <laughs> yeah. Jean got diarrhea from eating margarine. Yeah. So HR got involved. Um, they did For not. the cats? Yes. They let this guy off the hook. They said he was not perpetuating <laughs> ethnic stereotypes <laughs> with the cats. And they also took Pan, told Pan that she's not in charge of the cats. She was also banned from buttering jorts. <laughs> she was no longer allowed to do that. Uh, and according to this original poster, he said, we both think Pam has had a hard time with the transition. Um, and maybe she moved from volunteer to staff like recently and that she may have, um, projected some of her sensitivities onto jorts and she got very emotional. I don't know. She got very emotional that she perceived some people favored Jean over jorts. And that was part of her motivation. So I think Pam's heart is in the right place. Like she felt like maybe Jorts was being marginalized in some way. Or marginalized. But can I just say as a cat lover, I love the smart ones and I love the dumb ones equally. Me too. And some cats just are a little dopey. That doesn't mean I love them almost more when they are. Uh, I don't think it's a negative thing necessarily. Now, obviously... It's a cat story and it's pretty funny. This story took off and George has a Twitter account now where he gives us updates. Yeah, here's, oh, accidentally, here's George. So this is a real picture of George. Yeah, he's a very cute cat. Um, You can follow him at George the cat and we get updates on Gene as well. Can we see Gene? Yeah, let me go back to the story. This is not a great picture, but that's Gene. So she's like a really cute uh, tortie. Um, and then, so people really just, it, it just took off, um, on Twitter a lot. I'm going to follow this account. Yeah. So people were also wondering if, uh, orange male cats really are himbos. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of anecdotal reports on Twitter of male ginger cats being very lovely and not necessarily rocket scientists. Uh, so I think 
That's fine. Yeah. I like a little himbo orange cat. Me too. I have no problem with that. So that's my story. That's all our stories. Should we take a break and get back to our Christmas topic? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Hi, Desi. Uh, so I wanted to do some Christmas themed content and I decided to go on Reddit and find people's stories, um, about their worst gifts that they got gifts that they got for Christmas. Okay. Have you gotten a really bad gift ever in your life? Mm, Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Have you? Oh yeah. Um, one year from, some old family member had a girlfriend. <laughs> they were both like senior citizens. And she gave me a bag of fruit that was about to go bad. What? And a knockoff BB t-shirt. <laughs> no, maybe it was a tank top that was hot pink. And then in rhinestones, it said BB, but it was like a knockoff. But it wasn't spelled correctly. It was B-E-B-E. Is that how it's That's spelled? That's how it's spelled. Okay, but it was like all lowercase. It was not, it was, it didn't even look like, it the didn't have the, the tag. Well, it didn't have the tag. It's very cheap. I mean, BB is not that uh, expensive anyway. It was clearly a knockoff. Like right. I could just tell the font wasn't right. It was right. a bootleg BB It was shirt. a bootleg. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't even wear a real BB t-shirt. I was going to say, what year was this? It was like early 2000s. Of course. Like, obviously. Uh, so it's not like, it's just kind of a funny gift, but it was kind of like the fruit was honestly, like I was so offended because I, I literally threw it away immediately. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, come on, I don't want this old fruit. I was obsessed with that store when I was like a freshman in high school. Oh really? Well, oh my God. I, all- I mean, I probably liked it sort of, but it, it was so trashy. I was really into like Sorry. having cleavage that I didn't have. Yeah. When I was 14. So I would always shop there <laughs> and get like the lowest cut tank tops. Wait, and- who was the designer of that? <laughs> Alan 
I have no idea. There was some there was brand. A design. <laughs> yes. I can't remember. That it's was driving me crazy. Yeah. It might have been another brand, but then he else, his line, like the, the next level line was his name. And I can't remember. Are you it was talking like, about ABS? Oh, yeah. That's was his totally name? different. What Alan Schwartz. Alan Schwartz. <laughs> okay, like, but those brands are like the same no, to me. No, no, no. But the ABS, you'd always find that at like Off Fifth, Saks Ave. I feel like that's like a yeah, brand I find there. That's right. It was slightly, it was older. It was around the same time, But though. it was around the same time. Yeah, that's, I just always, yeah. Okay, Alan Schwartz. That's so funny. <laughs> I've, ne- <laughs> I've literally never seen an ABS or Alan Schwartz store before. I've only seen their products like... At a secondhand store. I remember like seeing ads for it. Really? Yes. Maybe. And I feel like it was right when I moved to Alex. I was like, what is this brand? Because oh, I had so never funny. heard of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's some funny uh, Reddit gifts that people got. This person said they got a shirt that had on it, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look anyway from his stepdad's mom. No. Wait, she- <laughs> his stepdad's mom? Yes. So his step-grandma? Yes. She's, she knows I want to be a doctor and her English isn't very good. I found it hilarious, but once we translated it to her, she cried from embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel bad for her, but that is pretty funny. So someone commented on this one. A similar thing happened to me. One of my sister's friends was in the earlier stages of learning English as well. And she knew I loved animals. So she got me a shirt that said, I like my boyfriend, but I love my beaver. Oh, I was eight at the time. <laughs> And I had no idea. My sister told me the story a few years later, explaining it all to me. This person got a gift card to a lingerie story from her grandma. The fucked up part wasn't the gift itself, but the fact that she made my 19-year-old brother go in and buy it. As he told it, the conversation went something like this. Cashier, shopping for your girlfriend? Brother, no, my sister. Well, my grandma. Awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) My sister got a bag of Kroger shredded cheese from my aunt one year. What? That's a last minute gift. That, you just pull a- open you, <laughs> you pull open your refrigerator drawer. Yeah, you don't even stop at a grocery store for that. That is like that's really sad. That's bad. This person said, my mom gave me a bag of fried onions for my 30th birthday. She said, your sister and I should find someone who got green beans or something and whip up a casserole. <laughs> In the late 70s, all the cool kids wore Ocean Pacific brand clothing. We just talked about that. We talked about OP? Yeah. On oh, the, um, yes. When we yes. talked about, what's it called? Van Dutch. We were kind of poor, so my mom and grandma made most of our clothes. My grandma made me pants and hand-stitched the letters OP <laughs> on the pockets. Aww. It looked like thing like the real thing, but I had to wear them, obviously. <laughs> That's so sweet, but I know that feeling. I have heard stories of that, of mom's hand, like hand-making kids' clothes to look like the brand, the expensive brand. Right. I think that's so sweet. I think it's sweet too, but it's as a kid, but it's definitely embarrassing. But I know as a kid, you're mortified, right? Yes. This woman said that one year her grandma gave her a douche and a hospital gown that would make a nice dress if someone sewed it all up. <laughs> a hospital gown? Yes. You know how they're split open in the back? Yeah, but that wouldn't make a nice dress. No, grandma was wrong. I'm so sorry, <laughs> a, grandma. And a douche? Yes. What 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 young girl? I mean, I know your feelings on it, but grandmas—they're <laughs> from a different era. You I also want to know what kind of douche it is. Is it like Massengill or is it like the hot water bottle, Ugh. like the old school? Um, she probably got her the old one. Yes. 
When I was a kid, my grandma heavily favored me over my sister. One year, she bought me a cool set of Pokemon, which was my favorite thing. And she bought my sister a ball that was a toy for cats. (laughs) (laughs) My sister just reminded me when she gave her the gift, my grandmother told her to share it with the cat. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Amazing. Um, my cousin died in a drunk driving accident a few months before this Christmas, and my mom gave me a breathalyzer keychain. It wouldn't have been so bad, but the card it came with said it was from my cousin. No. <laughs> my mom was, I see what my mom was trying to do, but it was still very fucked up. That's horrible. That's really horrible. Um, three years ago, I got a shake weight Christmas morning. When I opened it up, my dad laughed and yelled, it's for practice when you get bored in the dorms while making a jack off hand gesture in front of my grandparents. (laughs) Dude, his dad pwned him. Uh, when I was eight, I got a lighter from my grandmother. I'm not done yet. On the lighter was a marijuana leaf and it said nature's way of staying high. (laughs) My grandmother had thought it was a cartoon of a plant giving a high five and thought it said nature's way of giving high H-I with the plant hand. But why would she give her eight-year-old granddaughter a lighter? I mean, I have no idea. That's true. My wife's grandmother is a complete narcissist, and one year she gave everybody in her family, including her kids under the age of 10, handmade tree ornaments with a picture of herself in the middle. This was so no one could forget her at Christmas. It's been 20 years, but I still make my wife hang it (laughs) since I find it hilarious. (laughs) Never has one gift captured someone's whole personality so completely. Uh, I think that's really funny, and that would be a really funny anim- like ornament. Yeah, someone's like there's grandma. our narcissistic uh, um, grandma. Okay, my dad bought my mom an actual human skull for Christmas a few years ago. He wrapped it in some toy box. My parents are weird, and this wouldn't have raised an eyebrow at my house. Unfortunately, we did our gift exchange at my maternal grandmother's house, who is less creative with gifts. My dad and brother waited for the last gift to be given. It was a big presentation. My mom squealed with joy and shoved it back in the box. She was excited but knew it wouldn't go over well. But now everyone wanted to see what it was. My grandmother insisted my mom take it out and show it to the room. My aunt started screaming and made her kids leave the room. My grandma almost fainted and told us to get out of the house immediately. What was it? It was a skull. Oh, a skull. It was a, like he bought her her a human skull. Why? Maybe they collect macabre. Um, Every year, my family does a secret Santa. When I was 10, my aunt had to buy me a gift. So Christmas morning, I open my gift and I find a pair of a Christmas sweater along with a pair of my aunt's (laughs) shit-stained underwear. No. (laughs) Apparently, she was doing laundry and wrapping gifts at the same time and got... She accidentally put a pair of dirty underwear in the box with a sweater. Give the aunt some wet wipes. Seriously. Why why is is it shit stained? Why does she have shit stained underwear? (laughs) Uh, I'm a guy. When I was 12, my older cousin bought me a butterfly catcher. I didn't hide my confusion well, so she explained that she thought I was gay. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't get <laughs> because um, this this little gay kid, he just wants to go catch butterflies. That's what like a, that he said. Like, he says I'm not even gay, that, but she thought I was because I liked drawing. <laughs> She's some antiquated ideas. I gotta sure. say, I gotta say, butterfly catcher sounds like a 1940s ver- like euphemism for a gay person. Oh, totally. Oh, he's a butterfly. He's a real catcher. butterfly catcher. Uh, totally. Um, so this guy's story is about his cousin, Jennifer, 
We were 13 or 14. We had a great grandmother back then who was in her 80s or 90s. Uh, we never knew what she was going to give us, but it usually was something she had crocheted. As Jennifer begins opening the paper, her face turns bright red, red and she looks to her mother with a what the fuck face. It was a, the box was a giant personal enema kit with luxury attachment. <laughs> After an awkward silence, she realized that the grandmother had put the crocheted item in the box. <laughs> she had just used the box to put the handmade gift in. That's a power move. That's a funny joke gift. Like you think it's an enema. It's like, no, it's an ugly sweater. I knit. <laughs> when I still with my parents, they got me cards against humanity. Right after I opened it, they told me I wasn't allowed to play with it until I turned 18. I was 15. <laughs> Why would they do that? That's like a, that, that also seems like it was a last minute gift. It was the only thing left at the store they were at. And they're like, well, I guess we'll get her this. Well, or maybe they didn't realize how dirty it was until after until the they fact. bought it and they're like, well, we can't return it. I have no idea. Um, okay. Now I have some listener emails. This one says, hi, ladies and kitties and Brendan. He got, he gets a hi too. Um, so this is a birthday shout out. First of all, thank you for our show. Um, I'm writing because my good friend Lauren has a birthday coming up the day after Christmas. She hates her birthday because She's not an atheist or a Satanist, I don't think, but at some point she has probably been burnt at the stake and she doesn't appreciate the son of God stealing her thunder. I also have a birthday near Christmas and I 100% agree. <laughs> was it, what was it like for you as a kid? I mean, my mom's birthday is Christmas. Oh. So I grew up with someone who made sure not to uh, sh- you know, shaft me regarding birthday and Christmas presents. Right. So it was never really an issue. But it is nice, I think, to have a birthday far away from Christmas. So you okay. have something else to look forward to. Then I just, everything's over. Well, let's give uh, Lauren a very happy birthday. Yes. Yeah, she is the girl who wrote it about the Toledo restaurant, Tony Paco's, that you covered in a Patreon a few weeks ago. Which one's Tony Paco's? Oh. Was Tony, that just the menu we read? Yeah. We um, reviewed a regional restaurant called Tony Paco's. I don't remember what was on their menu, but I do remember that name. Okay. Her favorite episode is the Anna Nicole Smith episode. It's a good one. That's a classic. That's a classic. So, uh, yeah, Lauren, you're, she's a fan and a subscriber to our Patreon. They fantasize about hanging out with us and being your friends, and they secretly fear that we will find them cringe. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll go to Tony Paco's. Yeah, let's all go to Tony Paco's. <laughs> I don't even remember what state that was in. Was it like... Phil- I think it might be Indiana because her puppy's name is Indiana Nicole. Oh. That's cute, right? Um, so... Yeah. Happy birth happy birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Happy, happy birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday, Lauren. Don't I'm let, so sorry. Don't let the son of God steal your thunder. Absolutely not. It's bullshit. This letter is from uh Jillian, by the way. She she added that she's eaten a lot of almond croissants in the past few weeks. Mm. And it's our fault. You know what? They're really good. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Um, and our l- next shout out is from a longtime listener, Tiffany. Tiffany oh. has written it a bunch. Um, yes. She is a longtime lister- listener and we have helped her out of her depression by listening to the show because we're so funny. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, can you give a congratulatory shout out to my girlfriend, Tanya, who just passed the California bar exam on her sixth attempt 
Let's Tanya. Go, Tanya. What perseverance and determination. She has a huge heart and sharp wit, and she can now be your law consultant for the show. Okay. Tanya. Tanya sounds good. Congratulations. You and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> She also recently passed her bar, I think. I have no idea. It sounds I'm, really I'm hard. I'm more excited for Tanya. Me too. I don't give a fuck about her. They love our show. Uh, they sent us some pictures of their cats too. Melinda, or one cat, Melinda, Kiki D, Miss World, Little Queen. Let's see her. Uh, I don't have the email open. I put this into a document. Uh- <laughs> That was so, that was such a terse response, Desi. Um, I don't know this email, you fucking asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. I, and Melinda uh, passed away a few years ago. I'm so Jesus, sorry. Desi. I'm sorry. I just read that last word. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I, I didn't mean to spill it out that way. But still, cats always stay with us. It's true. We still love them. It's true. Uh, I, 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 I'm sure we will look at Melinda after we close the show up. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Tanya. That's incredible. That's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you must feel so relieved. Um, okay, cool. So that's the end of my listener emails. Do we want to talk about anything we're watching? Well, I finished all four seasons of The Handmaid's Tale. I know. Which is crazy because I feel like I just started watching it. Also, that's such a depressing show to binge. It's so depressing. <laughs> Well, it's the it's the kind of show where you're like, can I just get some fucking relief here? Is it just going to be bleak show after show? It is just nothing but bleakness. But I will say some very satisfying shit happens in the fourth season. Okay. So you just have like, to get through three seasons. You just have of- to get through three seasons of utter misery. I mean, there's like things yeah, that there's happen. There's little moments. There's moments, whatever. Um, I'm very surprised that I liked it. Because I balked on watching it for obviously many years now. Um, well, sometimes I, when I miss the initial burst for a show, right, right. I just it, I won't watch it for a very long time. Yeah, I didn't think it would be my thing. Um, I really enjoyed this past week's episode of Dexter. Oh, yeah. It I, was very good. Look, I don't see... I really hope that enough people are watching that they decide to just renew the show like for a second like they like they do a second season. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't want them to wrap it up. I don't want his story to end here. I don't What episode are we on? Like it's, seven. It's, it's like it's coming There's to the end. There's going to be like a few episodes left. Yeah. I think it's like 10 episodes. I like when Dexter has a good um challenge. Yeah. Like I feel like this person is his a good challenge for it's Dexter. It's a good match for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, kind of like Trinity was a good match for him. Right. Um, so I also want to say that Curb Your Enthusiasm has been very funny this season as well. I mean, I like every season of Curb. There really hasn't been a season where I didn't like it. So it's just par for the course. Yes. But if you're not watch, if you didn't know that there's a new season of Curb. There is. The final episode of this season is next week. Um, and then also Yellow Jackets. Did you watch that? I watched Yellow Jackets. It's good. I I I I'm very much enjoying Yellow Jackets. Yeah, sounds good. Melon enjoys the Yellow Jackets. Yes. He enjoys yelling jackets. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, there. I will say though that um, the cats do have their uh, certain shows that they prefer. Oh, really? Like I can like they'll sit down and watch the show. Which ones do they prefer? Well, Masha likes uh, Ninety Day Fiance. 
I'm, okay. She always sits down and watches it with me. Hmm, interesting. I, she likes her reality TV. Yeah. Also, before the 90 days, this season, if you're not watching it, you need to watch it because it's fucking good. There's only been two episodes. The new season just started. It's season five of Before the 90 Days. Even the side characters are out of control this season. Did you see that someone from season two of Before the 90 Days died? Yes, I did. Uh, Do you remember him? I don't remember him. I really don't. He wasn't like he a He was standout. like a very, uh, that was like a, I do kind of remember them, but it was like a lower level couple. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like one of the star couples. Yeah, they didn't have like a huge impact um, or whatever. They weren't like as famous as some of the other no. couples had gone on to be. No, I did, I did see that story though. Um, but... No, this season of Before the 90 Days is very good. I highly recommend it if you're a 90 Day Fiance fan. Okay. Real Housewives had an incredible episode yeah. this past week. I listened to Cara Berry's recap about Salt Lake City last night, and she, she had a very hot take. Oh. She said that she thought the luncheon that the girls went to in this past episode of Salt Lake City was even better than the dinner from hell. Oh. And that is a hot take. If you That's know housewives. Because the dinner from hell is uh legendary and right. people consider that like peak housewives. Absolutely. I have to agree that this luncheon was spectacular TV. Yeah. It it was stunning. Although sometimes seeing a fresh thing always feels better right. than an old one. That's true. And, we've and seen there it. hasn't been such a good moment on Real Housewives in a very long time. Yeah. So it probably is just very satisfying as well. Yeah. This whole, this whole franchise, Salt Lake City, it's just been drama after drama. Like it started with a bang in season one when Mary Cosby told Jen Shaw that she smelled like hospital. And it hasn't stopped. It, Here's, the train has not stopped. <laughs> Here's the thing about Mary... She's such a necessary ingredient on a Housewives franchise because she um, is a very unapologetic <laughs> about her behavior. And while that does not work in real life and those people are awful on TV shows, yeah. there's something about someone doubling down on their bad behavior and never apologizing. Or when they do apologize, it's sort of like, I'm sorry you got upset. Mary, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like, also, Mary is just on another planet. Yes, but that, I think that goes with that kind of mentality where you just don't ever think about people's feelings. Right. Like, I mean, obviously that's a really bad personality <laughs> trait, but it makes for very fun, like crazy reality TV, right? Right? Because it's already so um, heightened, right? Um, I saw something on Twitter where she was apologizing. Did you see that thing where it looked like an invite to a Gatsby party? Okay, that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if she's going to issue a second apology for what she said yeah. in this past. That was from a few episodes. Yeah, that's ago. from a few episodes. But she said some very uh, gross things. Yeah. to Jenny. Kara goes into it on yeah, her podcast. Listen to her. So listen to Kara's breakdown. If you've watched it, on she, it's the latest episode or one of the latest episodes. She does a recap of the whole episode. Yeah, so. but that kind of. Character is well. First of all, Salt Lake. Just every person on it is a is a star character yeah. on another franchise. I agree. Like most, there's no filler characters. No, they're all yeah. they're all very unique women too. Yeah, like they're very. really unique. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm, okay. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So let's get to food. 
what we eat just now. Well, uh, it's all sweets all the time. Because mm-hmm. is that just what it is for the next seven days? Yeah. Um, I actually get a little burnt out on sweets, I have to say, uh, at Christmas time. That's it, why I need to like, you know, pound some savory <laughs> items yeah. as well. Because it's a lot of sweets. Right. And at some point I'm just like, I'm just eating for the sake of eating. Right. <laughs> I'm not even enjoying these sweets anymore, but there's so many around. Right. And they all taste yummy. Right. Um. So, well, we made some cookies to decorate. Yeah, we made some sugar We didn't cookies. decorate them yet. Of course, the cats have already destroyed a few. Oh my God. I was like... <laughs> That's trying. why you need to do a bigger batch because assume they're a third of them <laughs> on the floor. Before we started recording, I made a very small batch of my mom's sugar cookies. They have a, they're very buttery. Yeah. And I had them drying, or not drying, cooling on the racks. And Masha came up and surprised me as I was holding one of the racks and a bunch of cookies spilled. They just slide right off. They slid, because they're so buttery and like light and they just slid right off the fucking, I was, oh, I was mad. Um, And then we also ate your dad's birthday gift. Birthday? Christmas. I'm sorry, Christmas (laughs) gift. Birthday gift. My dad. Christmas gift. I got a package. That was that was a sentence that was going in a scary direction. We also ate your dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, look, I'm glad it ended with birthday gift. My dad and my stepmom and my two youngest siblings, the, the gift was from them, and they all sent uh, a gold belly package. I saw the gold belly sticker on the side of the package, and I was like, oh. <gasps> I gasp. I love gold belly. Because when you get a package that says gold belly on it, you know it's going to be something very interesting that you can only get from somewhere that's not in your state. Yes. Or not in your city. Yeah, it's exciting. uh, It was a package from this bakery or sweet shop called Angel Food. I believe they're in Minneapolis. Shout out to our Minneapolis listeners if you know of this place. But I opened it and I'm like, what is this? It's some kind of loaf. And then I read the description. It is a donut loaf. It's like odds and ends of cake donuts that are smushed together into like a bread pudding. Yeah. And it came with frosting to drizzle over the top of it. Mm -hmm. It was very good. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be digging back into that later at midnight tonight. Yeah. I, I can't make any promises I won't do that. Well, it's, you know, that's a few hours away. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Dad, for the lovely gift. Um, my dad also sent me a really cute little black cashmere beanie. Ooh. And I, that's so sweet because I need a new beanie. Yeah. And this one's very, very soft. Yeah. So that thank sounds you, Dad. Nice. Yeah. So I've just been planning meals for the next week already with my niece. We have a Google Doc. So exciting. Um, so. It's gonna. I'll have a lot more food to talk about the following week. I have a another food thing for Christmas idea. If oh. I can't find a good spiral cut ham, my cousin Karen, who I referenced, who I talked about last week, she's the scientist. Yeah, we were talking, and she sent me our late grandmother's duck recipe. Ooh, because I was talking about duck. Yeah, on the show. And so that's a very good recipe. And that's like a very tradi- Every time I would go up to San Francisco for Christmas, we would always have this duck yeah. that she would make. And it always ha- came with a side. She'd make it with a side of that pickled red cabbage. Not, what is it? That, that red cabbage. It's like German. 
It's like you can buy it in Brave. the jars. Oh, sauerkraut? It's not sauerkraut. It's like a pickled red cabbage that you get. It's like very German. I don't know. Anyway, but that was oh, would always be on the side of this duck breast with wild rice. It's very good. Yeah. That I'll show you a good. picture of it. Do you have to have the head on the duck? <laughs> no, it's just duck breasts. <laughs> Although, with their I, skinny neck. <laughs> is, is that what the duck is saying, Debbie? Yeah, he's like, they got me. <laughs> they pulled the neck really long. <laughs> it's true. It is, it is very sad. And they're always like looking up. Yeah. <laughs> it's very disturbing. He does look like he just got got. Yeah. That duck. No, he got busted. It's over. <laughs> It's rabbit He's season. He's on a fucking plate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all I got. Cool, Desi. Well, this is our last mini episode before Christmas. This We are recording this on Tuesday, but this will go up on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Christmas Eve. It'll go up on Christmas Eve. We don't stop. No. We just keep turning out, churning out shit for yeah. you guys. See? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Enjoy your shit. Bye. Uh, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.